Hi friend, my name is Amy Joy and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. I love the word of God and it always delights me when people have new gifts for me in that realm. I know when I went and stayed with a client at one point, he showed me his NIV chronological Bible, which I had always kind of mentally scoffed at a little bit, I'm not going to lie. Um, the idea of taking the Bible and breaking it up into little bits and rearranging them. I was kind of like, I don't get it. Why would that be better? And the way that he explained it was, I love this because it's like, you just get to read the story from beginning to end in order. And I was like, all right, I'm in. So I went home and I bought one and I enjoyed it. It was a beautiful experience. I know I also think about that with the message. You know, the fun thing about the message is that it's so contemporary. I think at one point, Eugene Peterson, uh, after maybe the death of Jairus's daughter, is like, and the neighbors were all bringing casseroles. And you're like, well, probably not literally, but it's such a, a beautiful depiction of what neighbors in the United States, at least in the late 20th century, would do in a time of grief. And so recently, I was given the First Nations version of the New Testament. And this is probably similar to the message where they seek to be very um, biblically accurate, but also recognize that, what would the word be? It's a dynamic translation. So they're, they're trying to get the point across as opposed to maybe word for word. And, you know, like with any book, I started it, Matthew 1.1. And as I read, I was completely astonished by the resonance that it had. And the, oh, it was, I think part of what made it so beautiful is in English, we all have our single word names. My name is Amy and my husband's name is Philip. And whereas our names have meaning, right? So my name means beloved and Philip's name means lover of horses. And all of our sons have names that have specific meanings as well. And when you think about the First Nations people, they their names were more descriptive. They would have, say, Sitting Bull as the name of one of the most famous ones. Or... Um, Oh, I mean Pocahontas, but that's maybe less of a famous, or I mean, that's a very famous one, but a, sing, a single name. Um, when you read different books about the First Nations people, they will often have something that describes what they were able to do, runs like the wind or something. And so in this first chapter of Matthew, it's the genealogy of Jesus. And when I look at my notes, I can see that Jacob means heel grabber and that Abraham means father of many nations. And yet in this version, they started with that one and then put the actual name in parentheses. So it would be father of many nations in parentheses, Abraham. And so just to go through the list of names and see what were these people's actual names without having to use a footnote was incredibly powerful. 
I, it's hard to even explain how powerful it was. I think for me, living as a Westerner in this century, it allowed me to break free a little bit of my own cultural understanding and say, oh, <laughs> these people's names meant something. And they were really, in many ways, more tribal in their their life, in their outlook, much more uh, less or much less individualized and much more corporate. And so when I read the description, it much more feels like what I would expect it would have felt like to them. I, I don't know if I'm even making sense here, but it was... It was very profound. And the other little gift for me as I was reading through this, because it's a First Nations version, but obviously it's written in English. So it's maybe equally useful or kind of sadly not in their heart language for all First Nations peoples. But what I appreciated so much is when I read missionary biographies, Oftentimes, there will be a little section about, oh, and then we were translating God's banana leaf. And you're like, oh my goodness, I love that they call it the banana leaf because they live in Papua New Guinea and paper is not really their thing. But banana leaves is what paper reminds them of. Anyway, I, I love reading those little bits, reading those verses from another language, like this is how they would say that in this language. And in many ways then to read the First Nations version felt like I was being given a gift of this is how this group of people would talk about the story of the good news. And so anyway, I just offer that to you. I'm not getting a kickback from this book. I just was so blessed even by reading a few chapters, reading, I read the book of Philemon because it's only one chapter and then it was gorgeous. It was so beautiful. And reading through the book of Colossians, I felt like, oh, it's just so beautiful in, in its simplicity and its grandeur. I, oh, amazing. So Lord, I thank you that your word is beautiful in any language. I thank you that your word is beautiful because your story is beautiful and that the story that you write on our hearts is beautiful. And so as I just am really almost undone thinking about the beauty of what you offer, I just say thank you. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, we give you praise. Amen.